请我们打开以父所书第五章 Ephesians for the husband is head of the wife, as Christ also is head of the church, he himself being the savior of the body. But as the church is subject to Christ, so also the wives ought to be to their husband in everything. Husbands, love your wife just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her. Chapter 6, verse 1. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise. 要孝敬父母，使你得福，在世长寿。这是第一条待应许的诫命。That it may be well with you, and that you may live long on the earth。使你得福，在世长寿。这是。And the fathers do not provoke your children to anger。你们做父亲的，不要惹儿女的气。But bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord。只要照着主的教训和警戒养育他们。now, as you know that yesterday we have a special conference together. Now, actually, it was a question and answer meeting. So, actually, it's a question and answer on marriage. So, it is a time for brothers and sisters to come together to rethink what the law has given uh, what, the, what the Lord has instructed us about the marriage. But it mainly addressed to husband and wife. Now this morning I think probably is good. Let's just touch about this general topic. We still talk about our family life. But not necessarily limited to husband and wife. No limited to the singles. And no limit to the children. So it is something about the normal Christian family. Now we have to remember we will never have a normal Christian family unless we have a normal Christian life. If our Christian life is abnormal, the consequence is that our family will never be normal. So now the secret to the normal Christian family 
所以你要学很多。所以你要学很多。所以你要学很多。所以你要学很多。所以你要学很多。所以你要学很多。所以你要学很多。所以你要学很多。所以你要学很多。所以你要学很多。所以你要学很多。所以你要学很多。所以你要
所以他还没有跟神来寻求 所以拿丹就告诉大卫你就是那人那个坏人那个拿丹就说你就是那人他犯了罪了 Psalm 51篇。所以他就写了很美的诗篇,诗篇51篇。所以他就写了很美的诗篇,诗篇51篇。所以他就写了很美的诗篇,诗篇51篇。所以他就写了很美的诗篇,诗篇51篇。所以他就写了很美
如果是我们的属灵观景正常的话, all we have the same desire like David. Now we all know that. Now church is the body of Christ. And church is like a temple in the Old Testament time. So we will come together and be built up together. So brothers, we have been here reading for so many years. Now one question will ask. Do you think the body of Christ is being built up here? Do you think the church as a temple of God is being built? We long desire for the testimony of God. It is true. But can we say that when people come here and they really find the presence of God? Just like Antioch. No doubt you have a four component, four kind of people in that locality. You have Romans, you have Greeks, you also have Jews, also natives. But brothers, after one year of labor by Paul and Barnabas, somehow there's an impact to the whole society. So one year, think about it. Do you see that? Now somehow the impact is so such. Now people have to give the nickname to the newly formed movement. They will never say this is one branch of Judaism. No. Even there are many Jews meeting together. They will never talk about something Greek features about this movement. No. Now all they know is not, they are Romans, no more Romans. No more Romans. No more Greeks. No more natives. Now they have no they have to know how to describe the whole thing. So they call them Christians. They give their nickname. Christians所以他们为他们这些取了一个绰号叫基督徒。所以他们被圣灵充满。所以他们被圣灵充满。所以他们被圣灵充满。所以他们被圣灵充满。所以他们被圣灵充满。所以他们被圣灵充满。所以
那为什么弟兄姊妹在这里受苦呢 但是保罗他们只花了一年所以一定有我们做了什么错了所以我们要来到主面前所以我们要来到主面前所以我们要来到主面前所以我们要来到主面前所以我们要来到主面前所以我们要来到主面前所以我们要来到主面前所以我们要
you can understand. When you're so we have to understand the story behind it. Now why God said you are not the one? So if we read on, so let's, let's go back to, uh, I think we should turn to 1 Chronicles chapter 17. Verse 1. Now it came to pass, when David was dwelling in his house, that David said to Nathan the prophet, See now, I dwell in the house of Cedar, but the ark of the covenant of the Lord is under tent curtains. Then Nathan said to David, Do all that is in your heart, for God is with you. But it happened that night that the word of God came to Nathan, saying, Go and tell my servant David, Thus said the Lord, You shall not build me a house to dwell in. Then we read on, then we are able to understand why God said that. Moreover, I will appoint a place for my people Israel and will plant them, that they may dwell in a place of their own and move no more, nor shall the sons of witness oppress them any more as previously, since the time that I commanded judges to be over my people Israel. 我必为我民以色列选定一个地方，栽培他们，使他们住自己的地方，不再迁移。凶恶之子也不像从前扰害他们，并不像我命誓师治理我民以色列的时候一样。Now remember what the Lord said: I will appoint a place. 所以记得主这样说，我必为民以色列选定一个地方。You deserve God has done everything. 好像神神有所有的东西。Before we Try to build a house for the Lord. God has His own appointed place. This is not our choice, this is His choice. So do you see that? Even we want to build a house for the Lord, it is not our will, but His will. So the Lord God continued to emphasize. He is the one from the beginning to the end. He is the one who worked and worked and worked. And then, if we read on, also I will subdue all your enemies. Again, that's the work of God. But furthermore, I tell you that the Lord will build your house. 
David want to build God a house. But God said to him, Before you do that, let me build you a house. Do you see that? House of God and house of David. David want to build the house of God. so our family life is intimately connected with the church life. Sometimes we want something spiritual. But remember, in order to have a true, normal church life, it is built, being built on some building blocks. And then you find in the church there are so many families. But each family ought to be built by God Himself. So when God build your house, as a consequence, by His grace, one of the members of your family will build the house of God. Eventually, it wasn't David who built the house. It is Solomon who built the house. Now, where you have Solomon? Where did you have the Solomon? Remember, of course, Solomon was born by born by David. But it's a part of his family. Part of the house of David. Now remember, God has much work with David himself. And when God gave David the family, now David in the family has much to learn. As husband, as a father, Because not only father of uh, Absalom, also the father of Solomon. And she has many sons. And he also has a wife. Now in that family, he has much to learn. Now through that family life, David will be built. And also the house of David will be built up. Remember, if you know how God built that house, then one day if you saw the history of Solomon, if you know the beginning of Solomon, you know Solomon 
represent the grace. And you understand that. You know where Solomon came from. Now it is all by grace. Finally, Solomon will be on the throne. It was not Ashlam. It was Solomon. But not only Solomon in the throne. It is by the choice of God. Because Solomon represents the work of God in the house of David. After so much working, Solomon was produced. This is grace, brother. Solomon is not qualified. And it's all by grace of God. If Solomon can build the house of God, it means everything only being built by the grace. Nothing to be proud of. So remember, one day, when David learned a horrible lesson, when he learned a deep lesson in the family, and then, brothers, when that house is being built up, then one of the members in that family, by the name Solomon, God will use him to build his house. Do you understand? God still used David to build the house. But not directly, but indirectly. So do you understand, brothers? Now you understand why God entrusts you with a great family, important family. God may use you. God may not use you. Now who knows? Because you are so faithful to God's trust. In your family. No one will know. Probably one of the members in your family will be used by God to build the house of God. So that's the lesson David always had to learn. Do you see that? So that's a program. It is not that David not qualified. Now, before we try to build the house of God, we ourselves, our family, ought to be built by God Himself. After much working of God, after much working of the cross and much working of the Holy Spirit, we become mature. Our family is such a wonderful family. And later, something will come out. And then you find a person called Solomon. Solomon. He's the king of peace. Remember, at that time, the house of God will be built. But it is a difficult lesson to learn. For David, it's very difficult to swallow the whole thing. He had all the contribution to the house of God. But finally, the glory is belong to others. This house never called house of David. No. Now you know that this house, now sometimes, is known as house of Solomon. 
如果是我们只读历代志上十七章的话，我们可能还不太了解为什么大卫不够资格。这样看，如果是我们只读历代志上十七章的话，我们可能还不太了解为什么大卫不够资格。这样看，如果是我们只读历代志上十七章的话，我
Remember, all the great buildings should be built in a time of peace. During the war time, you don't find, you don't see the building. So this is a very important principle. Sometimes we are not qualified to build the Church of Christ. Because we have shed too much blood. When we come to the meeting, we become so critical. We become the police in the in the congregation. And then sometimes we really cause many saints to bleed. You see that sometimes Instead of men of peace. When the Lord uses to do the work of rebuilding, do you see that? Yes, we build up something. Now, when we build up five meters, and you see the wall about five meters, because we are men of war, and constantly we really, we, we, we really, uh, we really uh, destroy the wall, probably, uh, destroy the wall. On the one hand, we build. On the other hand, we destroy. So that's the reason. For many years, you see the church still there. No progress. So the there is a person whose name is Solomon. Solomon means peace. So now said, Behold, a son shall be born to you. Who shall be a man of rest? And I will give them, give him rest for all his enemies all around. His name shall be Solomon. For I will give peace and quietness to Israel in his day. Do you see that, brother? That's what God wanted to do. In the house of David, a son shall be born. Do you see? Now that represents the work of the Holy Spirit. According to the nature of David. He has shed too much blood. According to our own nature, we are not qualified to build the church of God. And the Lord, but He is going to build our us. For that reason, in order to build me, so He has given me a wonderful family. And then in that house, when God is building that, build that house, one day, Solomon will be born. So thank the Lord. You can see, you see, that's the reason. Later, in chapter 
David even spoke to the general order, all the leaders of Israel. Brothers he also mentioned the same thing. He also mentioned the same thing. He said, God said no to me. He said, exactly he talked to the leaders of Israel. He said, He has chosen Judah to be the ruler. Among twelve tribes, Judah, the ruler, God has chosen him. And of the house of Judah, the house of my father. And among the sons of my father, he was pleased with me, making me king over all Israel. Do you see that? How God built his father's house. And then one day, David was born. Now do you see what God is doing? But the work God has done with his father. It's the same work God will do with David. So if we continue to read that passage, and of all my sons, for the Lord has given me many sons. So you know the sons of the gift of God. He has chosen my son Solomon to sit on the throne of kingdom uh, kingdom of the Lord over Israel. Now he said to me, It is your son Solomon who shall build my house and my court. So down the picture is very simple. You see that? It is God who built the house of David. Then Solomon is able to build the house of God. Alright, now if you study history. Now you know that how on the Temple Mount or Mount Moriah. And Solomon really built the temple. So there is a wonderful structure there. But if you read the first king, chapter seven, after King Solomon built the house of God for seven years, he spent another thirteen years. To build his own house. You see, and the Bible says so he finished all his house. Remember, brothers, Solomon has built two houses. In the temple complex. In the Mount Moriah. Of course, on the top of Mount Moriah. The temple there. But in the southern slope. And a little bit further south. And then you find the, the palace of Solomon was built there. Do you see that? Now because they are almost in the same complex. So when enemy invade the nation. When they when they come to the palace of the palace of the kingdom. 
Because it's only next door to to the solid to the uh, to to the uh, temple uh, uh, to the temple. So if you read the Bible, whenever enemy invade Jerusalem, not only enter into the palace, also enter into the into the temple. So remember, brothers, in the temple mount, in the Mount Moriah, on the one hand, you see the house of God. On the other hand, you see the house of Solomon. Now don't forget, the house of Solomon is a part of the house of David. So do you see that, brothers? How this house of God should be built? By Solomon. But now, brother, when you look at Solomon, you will discover the palace of Solomon. What does that mean? That's part of God's working. Because God worked in the house of David. Now, finally, then the son Solomon was born. How do you represent that work? It's a palace of Solomon. So remember, brothers, in the temple in the Mount through those two buildings, God wants to remind us. Remember, no one is qualified to build the house of God. Everything is by grace. Naturally, we are the men of war. We have heard so many brothers and sisters. We are guilty brothers. If today we say the church still stands still, we are guilty. We are men of war. the church really built, side by side with the temple of God, and you see the palace of Solomon. Which represents the house of David. Do you see that? Today, if you visit Jerusalem, if you go to the Temple Mount, you will find uh, Temple Mount actually is uh, it's a huge one. Because uh, because King uh, King Herod has enlarged original original uh, Mount Moriah. Make it double the size. Originally it's a hill, that's all. But now it becomes a flat mountain. So now you can imagine this whole complex can accommodate today's 30 football fields. It was a larger religious square at that time in the time of our Lord. So today you know Solomon, the, the, the kingdom, the, the, the temple is no longer there. You have two mosques. One is a golden dome mosque. 
那个地方应该是原来的圣殿所在。那现在还有一个清真寺在比较靠南边。Now remember, it's dark. It's no longer golden dome.这个这个是黑顶的清真寺。Now that area在在黑顶清真寺那里。就是摩利亚山的那个南坡那里。So in that exact location，就在那这个地方所在之处。Originally, you had the palace of Solomon. So you understand, brothers. Even today, it will remind you something happened in the time of Old Testament. No, if you read Old Testament, through the two important buildings, to represent two important principles. Now, if David wants to build the house for God, he has to allow God to build his house by God. So, brothers, the final result is you not only see the house of God, you build up, you also see your own house. So in this way, finally, you see, God's heart was satisfied. So this is a fact. This a picture in the Old Testament. House of God and Palace of Solomon represent the house of David. Now you can see, because of the two building, two structures. You always remember the message behind these two buildings. But now we come to Old New Testament. Very interesting. Why you come to a very important book called The Letter to Ephesians? Now, in the letter Ephesians chapter 2, now, uh, let us read just Chapter 2. Let's turn to uh, Ephesians chapter 2. Verse 11. Therefore remember that you once Gentile in the flesh who are called uncircumcision by what is called the circumcision made in the flesh by hand that at that time you were without Christ, 
being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. So you must remember the Lord is not like the Gentiles, who are strangers and aliens. This is the reason why the Gentiles are not called the Gentiles. The Gentiles are called the Gentiles. But now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he himself is our peace. Who has made both one and has broken down the middle wall? Now, Paul especially mentioned the middle wall of separation. Now, Paul remembered that wall. And all the people in Ephesians also remember that wall. Because remember the story of Paul. One the summer time he was in the Temple Mount. He entered into the court of Gentile. Then he discovered there is a separation wall, a middle wall of separation. Now all the Gentiles should be outside of the wall. Only the people who belong, only who are near to God, may enter through the wall and enter into the house of God. So how do we know that we are far from afar? If we are in this side of the wall, now then when Paul entered into the, the, the temple at that time, as a Jew, he was able to cross that wall of separation. And then Paul mentioned about the working of the cross. We were those who are from afar. But those people of Israel, they are near. So they are able to enter into the women's court. And then you find the whole house of Israel is there. And they are very near. Because they are in the women's court. They are in the temple proper. Now they are able to say, the, the presence of God only 30 meters away. But we Gentiles if you really know the salvation, both Israelites and the Gentiles, they are all far from God. Now, when people of Israel say, now the presence of God only 30 meters away, now that distance is between heaven and hell. They will never reach there. Through the working of the cross. Remember, brothers, he really take away, he really destroy the middle wall of separation. In the time of Paul, 
that wall was still there. When Jesus died on the cross, that wall, strictly speaking, is gone already. It's already gone. Never separate us. So you see, that's what in chapter 2, Paul tried to explain what the Lord has done for us today. But Paul remember. Now finally he was in prison. And that's why from the prison in Rome he wrote this letter Ephesians. Now why he was in prison? Why he was arrested? Because the the Jewish people thought that he took some some uh, Gentile crossing that separation wall. So in Book of Acts, there's a phrase. He also brought Greeks into the temple and has defiled this holy place. They thought Paul did that. But actually, now he never did that. But one thing for sure, there was a Gentile in the temple court. But he, but he never crossed that wall. His name is Trophimus. The efficient. And because of that, and then uh, Trophimus saw with his very eyes how Paul was arrested. Later, he definitely came back to efficient. so definitely Petrobus, definitely Trophimus and the, the same in Ephesus. They want to know what happened to Paul. Can you imagine, brother? Finally, they have found a letter from Ephesus. Now, when the Ephesians, from the saints of Ephesians, and Remember, now, Trophimus is out and Paul was in. But the world thought that Paul took the Greeks in. And it was not true at all. The result, the truth is very simple. But anyway, Trophimus, 
有有這個背景,有這幅圖畫,有這個奇妙的一個啟示,Ephesians and then when you come to chapter 4, this body will grow because in union with the head. And then it will be matured. One day you will have the full statue of Christ. And this body will be built in love. From chapter 1 to the first half of chapter 4. now, when you come to now, this is earthly life. This is family life. But don't forget, the message is the same. You see that? Today, if we want to build the house of God, God said, Let me build your house. For that reason, why you come to chapter 5? Why you come to chapter, two, uh, chapter 5 and verse 22? And then it's very famous verses. Why submit to your own husband? But remember, brothers, if you study uh, Colossians, something very similar. But in Colossians, never put in a way just like in Ephesians. Not only say you should. Some, you should submit to your husband. Now there's a standard there. Now if you read any other book, 
但是他没有他来定义到底什么样的地方你就应该顺服自己丈夫那么他继续接着这样解释 他继续接着这样解释。他是你的头，他是你的救主。他在十字架上为你完成了，为你而死。You see, brother，弟兄姊妹，here Submit，不只是在顺服，不只是爱，但你又发现，你又发现，你又发现，你又发现，你又发现，你又发现，你又发现，你又发现，你又发现，你又发现，你又发现，你又发现，你又发现，你又发现，你又发现，你又发现，你
So all the children represent children of God. So now you can understand that. There is a correlation between spiritual life and the family life. So even in our family, remember, we ought to tell the world they, they do not know Christ. They do not understand the church. But they should know. So now if we read uh, part of uh, uh, come to Ephesians chapter 5 now if we read the middle of it now hopefully you can catch me so husbands ought to love their own wife and their own bodies did you read it? did you get this phrase? he who loves his wife loves himself do you understand? Husband act as a head. And wife as a body. Now you can never separate head from the body and body from the head. That's the union between head and the body. Do you see that? Now, when we see this picture, Paul mentioned about now why, just like the body of the head. So, husband ought to love their own wife as their own bodies. So he who loves his wife loves himself. Don't forget, your wife is yourself. Now you love yourself, so that's why you love your wife. You understand the relationship between you and your wife. It is no good for man to be alone. 
husband only half. And wife only another half. Now how the only these two will two halves will become one? But according to Paul, 根据保罗, how these two can half, how these two halves, and then discover, and the husband is the heavenly part. And, and the wife is earthly half. So do you see that? And because head and body is one. So when we talk about the other half, we will say the head half and the body half. The heavenly half and earthly half. So that's what Paul talk about family life. Talk about husband and wife. Talk about the union. It's not only physical union. Or physical union only a type of a spiritual union. So you see that, brothers. For that reason, why God had to build our family life. And then you remember, it's no good for man to be alone. So God took some part from the rib of Adam. He built and then when Adam saw it, now what did he say? He said, This is my bone of the bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. Now that's first poem in human history. Sometime when we study Genesis. We thought this is a wonderful poem. When people fall in love, always have some poetical element in there. No, that's an important fact. And then when when Adam said, he the my bone of bones and my flesh, the flesh of my flesh. In another word, he is my body. It is no good for Adam to be alone. Adam is wonderful. He is the head, but need the whole body to complement it. When our sister played the piano, remember, we know that some riches is in her head. But through the performance, that invisible personality, that is wonderfully expressed. So you see, brothers, you always remember husband only half. So you have to learn how to appreciate the other half. Even the head has all the fullness. It takes the body. Take the member of the body to make known to the world how rich is the head. So, my brothers, now you understand. Do you see that? So then Paul continued to explain. And then continue to read. So, for no one ever hate his own flesh. 
but nourishes and cherishes it. Just as the Lord does the church. So you love your wife. Just like you take care of your body. That's why you exercise all the time. So you nourish your body. Cherish your body. As the Lord does the church. Do you see that? Now you understand. If you do not know how to become husband and wife, you never appreciate how church obeys Christ. For this, not for, uh, okay. For we are members of His body, of His flesh, and His bone. Ah, now we begin to understand. Husband typified the head. Christ. And the church, the wife, represents the church. So we are the members of his body. So now before this phrase, talk about husband and wife. Now we come back to the origin. Christ is the head. Good is the body. So we are the member of his body. Of his flesh. And of his bones. For this reason. A man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife and two shall become one flesh. Remember. That's what we have read in Genesis 1, Genesis 2. There talk about marriage. Here talk about husband and wife. Also talk about Christ and his church. And finally, read on. This is a great mystery. But I speak concerning Christ and the church. So, brothers and sisters, it's a great mystery. Christ and the church. I thank the Lord. How we make it known, make it known to the world. We have a great responsibility. So that's why we, when we study this God or this epistle, now you see the point here. Now I will do something quickly. When you come to chapter 5, Verse 1. Therefore, be this was set as a norm how to be a father, how to be children. You not only honor your father and mother. You not obey your parents in the Lord. Every child ought to be an offering and sacrifice to his father for sweet smelling aroma. So Christ as a son. How we can be children. So it is clear, brothers. In this temple complex. And it's very clear. In the house of God, you have talked about 
head and the body. 也讲到头和身体。Talk of father and the children. 讲到父亲、父亲和儿女。This spiritual sight. 这是一个属灵的那一面。At the same time. 在同时。We come to the second half. 让我们来到第二部分。As if you come to the temple mount. 让我们来到圣殿山了。On the southern slope. 在那个南坡那里。You find the palace of Solomon. 我们看到所罗门的宫殿。Which is house of David. 它就是大卫的家。Remember. 看到吗？神说 ，Before you build my house， 神说你你建造我的家之前 ，build your house， 我先建造你的家室。So my brothers， 弟兄姊妹 ，is so wonderful， 非常的美好。That's why everyone the Lord give us wonderful family。所以对每一个人，我们他神都给我们一个美好的家庭。And from Ephesians， 从以弗所书 ，you can see that， 就会看到 Holy Spirit lift up that level。神，圣灵怎么样在这里提升？把我们的家庭生活提升。过去我们以为只不过是地上的，绝对不是。The union between husband and wife， 这个丈夫与妻子的联合 ，is a union between head and the body， 是头与身体的联合。It is union between heaven and earth， 也是天与地的联合。So may the Lord really speak to us。而愿主真向我们说话。Through this short review。我们借着这样短短的一个复习， Now, 我们就可以看见，在神的心意， no、doubt, 毫无疑问，教会是基督的身体，这是神这个真神,神中心的旨意。神要他的教会建造起来，有一天，我们都会醒过来。我们我们都都都收了这么大的恩典。我们我们有自己香柏木造的家，我们要为主做一些。每一次我们来到主的桌子前，我们要带一些东西来为他，感谢主，因为他感谢主，他在我们家中所做的。当我们要建造教会以前，神说：“让我先建造你的家。” So when the normal Christian family, when normal Christian life. Being built. When in your family, normal Sister, 
But Lord, we do want to thank you for the grace of your forgiveness. Let that Lord on the cross, you have cleansed us. And in the light of your word, we want to repent. Lord, do forgive us. Lord, as we attempt to build your house, Lord, we thank you that you are building our house. Lord, that as we are, uh, as we, um, in the, as we are uh, fathers and mothers and, and children, Lord, uh, we pray that this building may hasten your coming and hasten your work in us. May all glory be unto you. We pray in us in Jesus' name. Lord,我们能够加强到我们里面，使我们能够被你先建造，让基督今天建造在我们每一个人的心里面，使我们今天成为今日的所罗门，能够为着你家的建造，为着建造你的圣殿，带进你的国度的寨里。感谢你，赞